0: Good afternoon, Patriots. What the heck is going on? It is Friday, October 22nd. I'm Praying Medic, and this is your semi-daily news update. Gonna get you caught up on the news for the day. Uh, we'll pick up where we left off last night. Uh, and this is not breaking news anymore, but um, Alec Baldwin was involved in a shooting accident on the set of a film called Rust. One of the Uh, directors, apparently, and um, another person, well, she was killed, one one was killed, another person was uh, injured sent to the hospital. Apparently, uh, a prop gun that they were using on the set was loaded with live ammunition. How that happened uh, is kind of a mystery, but, um, you know, accidents happen. People don't always do their due diligence, so that's been... Kind of a big buzz on social media uh, this afternoon. So, on the vaccine mandate, we've got a couple of things coming up. Here in Arizona, our Attorney General, Mark Brnovich, I know a lot of people are tired of his antics and his nunchucks and the things that are going on, but Brnovich is actually doing some very interesting things. Uh, He was the first uh, Attorney General to file a lawsuit against the Biden administration's covid mandate, uh, the vaccine mandate. This morning, Brnovich has uh, filed another motion. It's a motion for a temporary restraining order uh, to halt Biden's vaccine mandate, and he wants it to apply nationwide. Um, his view is that uh, the there's only one vaccine that has been approved. That particular vaccine uh, is not even available. Um, it's it's a Carminati version. Uh, that that version is it's not under emergency use authorization. The other ones are still under emergency use authorization. So Bernovich is arguing that number one, uh, there's this issue of emergency use authorization shouldn't be forcing people to do that. Number two, uh, it's a violation of uh, constitutional rights. Um, and so that that's moving forward. have to see what happens Um, if Brnovich is given what he's requesting um, there could be a nationwide halt on vaccine mandates and that would be massive Uh, just in um, there's a little bit of breaking news on the vaccine mandate issue Southwest Airlines CEO just confirmed to Fox News that they're not going to he says the CEO says they're not going to fire anybody at Southwest Airlines, if they refuse to get the vaccine, so you know this uh, pushback. Stand up for your rights, and and don't be um, forced to do something that's against your um, your beliefs. It's working. If we push back, if we stand together, if we refuse to buckle, uh, we are going to win this battle. It's just a matter of will. I mean, we just got to. You know hang in there and not give in and, and keep pushing back a little bit more news uh, Supreme Court so the Supreme Court today announced that they're going to take up The challenge to the Texas heart uh, Senate bill 8 that um, Bans abortion after a heartbeat is detected and in most cases. That's uh, six weeks. So it, it bans abortions after six weeks that Law is is in effect right now in Texas. The Department of Justice wants it to be um, ruled unconstitutional Uh, Roe versus Wade is What what they're using as, as a basis for their argument Supreme Court voted today to hear the challenge to that case so the interesting thing about that is but they but they left the um, the bill, the law, intact. They didn't issue a temporary straining order. What that means, it takes four justices to vote to hear a challenge at the Supreme Court level. It takes five to issue a temporary straining order or to overturn a lower court decision. It looks like, in this particular case, they have enough justices who want this full court to hear the arguments for, but they don't have enough votes to issue a temporary restraining order or overturn it. That would be five. I'm guessing that um, Gorsuch, Clarence Thomas, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, Kavanaugh, and uh, Alito, the five conservative justices, are probably going to rule uh, in the majority on this case and allow the Texas heartbeat bill to stand uh, and I'm guessing that the four uh, liberal justices are the ones who want this challenge to be uh, heard by the by the full court but I don't think it's gonna I don't think they're gonna win um, I'm guessing that the conservative justices are going to win out and there is a case um, it's a Mississippi case and it's going to be heard it's docketed for um, early next year that is going to be a direct challenge to Roe versus Wade. It'll be interesting in this case to see what the justices say on Roe versus Wade. I think eventually we're gonna see Roe versus Wade overturned. Um, if not with this case, then probably with the case that's coming up next year. All right, uh, let's see, moving along. Uh, what else is going on? Oh. Uh, A federal judge has rejected a motion by Ghislaine Maxwell's attorneys who have requested um, that the questioning of jurors be uh, sealed. Um, They're trying to keep everything a secret, but the judge said, no, we're not going to seal um, the questioning of the jurors. Um, The the public has a right to access to that information. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial is slated to start November 29th. That is something we need to keep our eye on. just found this kind of interesting. More than 100 nuclear scientists working at the Los Alamos National Laboratory are being fired because of Biden's vaccine mandate. That is just one example of how this vaccine mandate is going to hurt people around the country. And I really hope that uh, Attorney General Brnovich is successful in his lawsuit and gets that uh, Uh, Temporary restraining order because that would be that would save a lot of people's jobs Paul Sperry has a very interesting article that he just published right Paul Sperry is a investigative uh, reporter He has been following Spygate along with the rest of us, but Paul Sperry has access to people We don't have access to it looks like some of the attorneys who are representing people that are being indicted in Durham's investigation are talking to Paul Sperry and giving him him information about uh, who is going to be indicted right So what, what you can tell is you, you can tell when someone does an interview when someone's attorney you know goes and, and talks to the media, usually they're trying to get the, their side of the story out before they get indicted. Uh, we're seeing a lot of interesting characters. Uh, come out of the woodwork. Peter Strzok actually wrote a, a, an editorial on Lawfare uh, that was published today. He's, he's talking about Operation Crossfire Hurricane and the surveillance of Trump and, and how uh, you know, the, the public just doesn't understand uh, how, how this really went down. The fact that these people are coming back on the radar uh, is very interesting and I think it's very telling. So, regarding Paul Sperry's article, he has a source who is telling him that Jake Sullivan looks like he may be getting indicted pretty soon. Now, Jake Sullivan is Joe Biden's current national security advisor, all right? And uh, I'm just gonna read to you a couple of quotes from the article. So Sullivan um, was heavily involved in Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. He was also getting a lot of information from Perkins Coie, uh, from other companies. Uh, I'm guessing that, well, we we know that he was getting information from uh, Fusion GPS. And that's a problem because he said he wasn't. And we'll get get into that in just a second. Um, So here's a quote from the article. Fusion GPS researchers, okay, So we're talking about people like Nellie Orr, (laughs) for example. They were digging and trying to find uh, dirt on Trump's campaign, his people, uh, who people who are in his campaign, right? So Manafort, General Flynn, uh, Papadopoulos, Carter Page, anybody, they were trying to find any dirt they could find. And they were taking this information, Fusion GPS, and they were giving it to Perkins Coie, and they are giving it to the Hillary campaign and other people. All right, Fusion GPS researchers were in regular contact with both Michael Sussman and uh, Mark Elias from Perkins Coy about the project in the summer uh, and fall of 2016. Now, Jake Sullivan also personally met with Mark Elias, who briefed him on Fusion's opposition research, according to the sources that are talking to Paul Sperry. Sullivan maintained in congressional testimony in December 2017 that he didn't know of Fusion's involvement in the Alpha Bank opposition research. Uh, In the same closed-door testimony before the House Intelligence Committee, he also denied knowing anything about Fusion in 2016 or who was conducting the opposition research for the campaign. All right, now, this is talking Alpha Bank. This is talking about basically the accusation that these guys are putting out was that there was a Russian bank, Alpha Bank, that was communicating with a server in Trump Tower. And they took this information and created uh, white papers about it, fed it to the FBI, fed it to whoever would listen, fed it to the media, trying to make this connection and and imply that Trump was uh, secretly communicating with Russia. It turns out that the supposed secret server was housed in the small Pennsylvania town of Lidditz and not Trump Tower in New York City. Uh, The server was operated by a marketing firm based in Florida called Sendine, that routinely blasted out emails promoting multiple hotel chains, including the Trump hotels. Simply put, the third party server sent spam to Alpha Bank employees who happened to use Trump hotels. The bank had maintained uh, a New York office since 2001, that was the New York connection. The FBI's investigation revealed that the email server at issue was not owned or operated by the Trump Organization, but rather had been administered uh, administrated by a mass marketing email company that sent advertisements for Trump hotels and hundreds of other clients. Durham wrote in his indictment. Nonetheless, Jones and Sullivan kept promoting the lie as truth. All right, so these guys, uh, Knew that the information they had was false and they kept on pushing it to the media, kept pushing it out there, trying to connect uh, Trump to Russia. And then, when he was asked by Congress if he was involved in any of this stuff, he said no. This is Jake Sullivan. This is Biden's current national security advisor. According to the sources who are talking to Paul Sperry, Durham also has found evidence that Michael Sussman misled the CIA, another front in the scandal being reported here for the first time. In December of 2016, the sources say that Sussman phoned the general counsel at the the CIA, told her the same story about the supposed secret server at the same time the CIA was compiling a national intelligence report accusing Putin of meddling in the election to help Trump win. So this is relevant because Sussman has been indicted for um, taking information, this information, to the FBI, these these white papers that he came up with, set, pushing it to the FBI and then claiming he wasn't working for anyone. right? His lie was, when he was asked, "Are you working for any particular uh, are you doing this work?" for any agency entity he said no and he was he was he was doing this for the hillary camp campaign well he took that information and shopped it over to the cia too and sussman is probably going to be on the hook (laughs) for the same thing he and jake sullivan had um been working quite heavily with the cia which at the time was under uh the auspices of john brennan and I think that Brennan—we're going to find out down the road—Brennan was heavily involved in in directing a lot of this uh, opposition research. So uh, I think if we just keep waiting, and more information is going to come out. Um, like I said, it, it looks like the people who are the attorneys who are representing people who are about to be indicted are leaking this information to Sperry because they want to get their side of the story on the record first. All right. Uh, Oh, speaking of Durham, I had a dream this afternoon, uh, and and it's kind of in keeping with a lot of the dreams that I've been having lately. took a nap this afternoon, short nap, 5-10 minutes. I was just asleep for just a, a few minutes. But I did have a dream, and I saw Durham in the dream, and I heard a voice say, Durham has... The authority of action. The authority of action. That's what I heard. Now, what does that mean? Well, I'm not exactly sure, but I just heard this voice say, He has the authority of action. I don't know who the voice was. There, there's, I don't know if it was a, an angelic voice or, or what it was, but it implies that Durham is taking action and he's authorized to take action. We know from yesterday that Durham's investigation is gonna be fully funded, and according to Merrick Garland, it's not gonna be interfered with politically. It would be um, very difficult for the Biden administration to interfere in Durham's investigation without looking like they're trying to cover up crimes. If they tried to shut down Durham's investigation, if they tried to interfere, they're going to look guilty. I'm not saying that they won't, but I am saying, if they try it, it's not going to look good. And I think that um, Durham is going to drop the hammer. At the right time, on the right people, I think the storm is going to hit. And people need to brace for it, because it's coming. A lot of interest in, oh my gosh, the Trump Media Group um, stock. So, the stock uh, that is being traded on the stock exchange, Trump Media Group, uh, had a very sudden massive rise in price due to heavy trading. They stopped trading on the stock five times this morning. I, I lost track how many times they they stopped trading it was rising up like crazy they stopped trading they would start it up again Uh, 20 minutes later they would stop trading again because it was having a lot of volatility Um, they stopped they halted trading on it five times today what that tells me is that investors I don't I don't think this is another GameStop thing I think that investors understand that um, Trump has a massive potential to do some real damage to the, to the mainstream media, to um, corrupt social media platforms. And a lot of investors, they want in on it. They believe in what Trump is doing. They believe in his message. They believe in his ability uh, as a business manager. And they know that he's passionate about taking on big tech and the fake news industrial complex. And I think, I'm not giving you investing advice, <laughs> I'm just saying that I think um, Trump's actions regarding the Trump Media Group and, and potential acquisitions of, of, of other media agencies is a serious threat to the deep state. I'll just say that. And investors are all in on it. All right. Uh, Let's see, a Connecticut man was found guilty of sex trafficking a 17-year-old girl at the 2020 Super Bowl, um, and let's see, uh, Cyber just came out with a report, it's an 11-page report that is essentially a rebuttal to the um, reports that are coming out from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. So in rebuttal to the original audit report that came out Maricopa County Board of Supervisors um, they responded and uh, they basically poo-pooed and denied a lot of um, the wrongdoing that was found during the audit so um, Cyber Ninjas issued another report in response uh, setting the record straight on a lot of misinformation that uh, was put out by the Board of Supervisors and I'm not going to go into the details of. Uh, it's out there. You can find it, but um, this this is uh, this is clearly not over. I, I don't know where this is going to go from this point. <clears throat> um, a lot of people want to see the election decertified. It's going to be very difficult to do. Uh, it, it, number one, uh, the Senate and the House um, legislature is out of session right now, and. They can't come back into session unless they have a supermajority vote, and they're not going to have that. Uh, Doug Ducey, our governor, could call them back into session; he's not going to do that either. So, uh, the Arizona legislature is not going to be back in session until next year. No, there's nothing that really can be done about that. And even when they do come back in, um, it's pretty clear that they're not going to have the votes to decertify the election. Um, you know it. It's. Uh, I think the audits are important. I, I think that people need to be loud and make their voices heard. But it's it been apparent to me for a long time that the state legislatures don't have enough good people in the right places to decertify the elections. And then even if they did, it has to go to Congress. And Congress then has to decide that they're going to um, have a special session where they're going to take up a recount of the 2020 election. And that dang sure ain't going to happen. So I don't have a whole lot of faith in the state legislatures and their ability to make this right. I don't have a lot of faith in Congress. I don't have a lot of faith in the courts. I do have faith in the military. And I think that when this is all said and done, Uh, I think we're going to see the military step in mainly because, and I'm I'm not calling for a military coup, but when state legislatures, the courts, Department of Justice, and Congress refuse to uphold the rule of law, it is incumbent upon the military to do it. And I think that at some point the military is going to realize they have a constitutional obligation to make things right. So that's just my view. (laughs) I could be wrong. That's my view. All right. Uh, A nuclear engineer and his wife entered not guilty pleas to charges of selling naval secrets to an FBI agent who was posing as a representative of a foreign government. If they're convicted, they could be sentenced to life in prison. And this is kind of uh, representative of the kind of treason that's been going on here in America for a long time. Last 20 years at least. There's all these people in academia, in the military, in the intelligence community who have no problem taking money and selling highly classified secrets to foreign governments. And that has to end. All right. That is it. All the news I got for you tonight. Uh, Wish you a a joyous and happy weekend. Uh, Be sure to spend some time with your friends, family, and your kids. Please keep me and Denise in prayer, keep President Trump in prayer, keep Q and the team in prayer. Uh, Thank you for joining me. If you want to join the live stream on my news broadcast, um, you can join me on my Telegram channel. Link will be in the description. Love you all. Take care. Catch you on the next broadcast.